0: Welcome to Affording College with Aaron Green, founder and president of College Liftoff. All right, thanks, Deep Authority guy. All right, so we're at an interesting time of year right now. We're in this weird February time frame in the whole college getting accepted, what do I do with my seniors right now time frame. Where, you know, even for us, uh, we have a lot of our families that come up and say, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Well, the truth is, we do a lot of waiting. <laughs> um, it's really what's going on. Um, but today we're going to talk about um, what's really happening right now from acceptances, acceptance letters, uh, what admissions are, are really doing behind the scenes for you and your family and your student. Um, you know, just seeing where you are. And then we're going to get into a topic that's really not talked about too much either, which are award letters and how they correlate to this whole thing as well, to this whole decision process where, with your senior at this current moment. So I'm here with Emma, one of our advisors here at College Liftoff.
1: Hey, Aaron. Thanks. Thank you for Glad coming. Glad to be here.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about this. So like we're, we're at this point where, you know, parents are and students are just getting anxious and what to do. They're getting hounded by housing. Like if you don't, Go and fill out your housing oh, for yeah. tomorrow. You're going to live under a bridge. But like <laughs> we can't make our sole college decision just based off of that by mm-hmm. any measure. But um, again, I understand the the, the the anxiety about, you know, not really knowing what's really happening if you haven't gotten admissions letters yet, air mm-hmm. uh, acceptances, or if you've even gotten deferment. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts? Where What where, where does that look like right now?
1: On the admissions spectrum, I guess a lot of my kids have heard back from a good chunk of them, maybe like half, but then they are still playing the waiting game um, from a lot of other schools. The schools that they have heard back from, they're starting to hear about those award letters that Aaron was mentioning, um, which is kind of the more integral part of this process, we would say, because that's not so much saying, Oh well, you're in, congratulations, that's saying, how much is this actually going to cost? Um, and that's what we really want to look at at College Liftoff too, and what we should all look at in general in this country when we're buying college is what's the price tag going to look like for me? How much financial aid am I getting from each school and comparing them? Um, so that's kind of the really important part of this. I it's guess.
0: so true. It's so true. <laughs> uh, for For everybody out there, the award letter, the best description I can give you an award letter or financial aid letter or a financial aid statement is essentially think of it like if you've bought a house, it's the settlement statement. It's it's basically the full cost breakdown of what this is actually going to cost you, including closing costs. And it's absolutely astounding how many people make decisions about college without even knowing that exists Mm -hmm. for a school and don't even pay attention to it at all, because Mm -hmm. you have plenty of families that make decisions about college in January. (laughs) (laughs) And and now in February. But again, they have no idea how much this thing is going to cost them. Not one bit. That letter doesn't even typically come out until mid-February, March.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you're blinded by the marketing of congratulations, you got in, and here's all of your next steps. And they don't necessarily put even accept your financial aid on there or what the implications of that are. So a lot of times these kids who are 17, 18 years old are getting letters that have all the information about the loans that they're going to take on. And they don't even have an interest rate on them. No. And they only have crazy. to sign once.
0: <laughs> it's absolutely criminal to me. I, I, I mean, again, equating it to buying a house, if anybody's out there, has bought a house, you know you have to have like five witnesses and signed your name literally for 45 <laughs> minutes straight in order to do it, and you have to know every in and out of every term. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a decision here that's literally the cost structure of that. I mean, we, we've we got plenty of financial aid letters that we use in-house. We have a yep. one statement that we, we'll talk through in a second, where literally... worth of student loans are listed on this page and you wouldn't even know it. Mm -hmm. It's literally within three words and it's Mm -hmm. written to a 17-year-old. It takes that to sign up for $40,000 plus in loans a year without blinking an eye. Right, and they just label
1: it as like school financing option and then at the end of it look like it's zeroed out so that their entire cost of college at that school was paid paid
0: for 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 that year. (laughs) It's it's ridiculous. And it's, it's, again, like... It's absolutely criminal. We're Mm -hmm. setting our kids up for something like that. Our kids, we're putting like literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in their lap in debt without even knowing what an interest rate looks like or anything about it. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely crazy. And again, most families are making decisions about college without even knowing this exists or even Mm -hmm. seeing what it looks like in the end. Because of the the problem you said, the marketing efforts are to redirect you towards pretty dorms Mm -hmm. and just sign up.
1: Which, when it comes to pretty dorms, too, most freshmen have very last pick on where they're going to live yeah, anyway. So don't yeah, let your true. kid freak out about
0: that. Yeah, and, 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 like, <laughs> come on now. Like, look, I'm, I'm going to put on my old hat for a minute. Yeah, I ate ramen for, like, two and a half years. It was fine. <laughs> I lived in a gigantic box of a dorm. It was fine. We had fun. It was great. It, You know, because you don't have floor-to-ceiling windows and— you know, extra hardcore air conditioning going on on you like 24 mm-hmm. hours a day. Like, it's okay. Builds <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not there to like go to Club Med. You're there to go to college. Mm-hmm. So let's refocus and recenter back on the academic and the reasons why we're there, mm-hmm. maybe in part sport, things like that. Um, so that's a big hurdle that most people are, are don't know about. The, some of the, the hurdles that people do know about, are, like what happens if my kid is deferred? And I've seen plenty of families freak out like, oh, my goodness, we're deferred. What do we do? What do we do? Let's state something up front about deferment. And this is going to be a very honest take from me on this. Deferment means you didn't get in. It really does. And it means that if what they're doing is stringing you along to put you on the back burner in case their yield numbers are not hit. Yield numbers are the most important thing to a college in the end anyway. What that is, is how many students are they, do they have coming in in that year versus how many did they plan on having coming in? So if let's say a school has uh, 3000 open slots for freshmen and they hit 3000 great. I mean, that means their year numbers are exactly hundred percent. They love it. They're in great shape. That's really not happening across the country. We keep thinking of this whole college thing as like super difficult for the student and the family to get into. It's, fabricated a bit the hard part is just admissions because students are applying to too many colleges Mm -hmm. the real situation behind the scenes is that i've said this before there aren't more high school students than there ever have been and there aren't as many colleges as there were before so the competition actually isn't any different on the back end what that really is showing though in fact, there's actually less high school students than there were 10 years ago. What that really is showing, though, is that a lot of schools aren't meeting those yield numbers. So you're finishing up at like the 80th percentile and all these things like that. So deferment is really built for the school to have some options. <laughs> and that's putting it nicely. that the, the, They wake some, have, some, have some options on the back end. If they don't meet their yield numbers, well, then they can just say, Johnny, okay, now you can come, and we won't give you anything for it.
1: hmm yeah, you're not going to see a dime of financial aid out of a school that didn't want you the first time around. They have no reason to to want to buy you as a student to put your butt in a seat there.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, you're a filler. <laughs> yeah, you're filler. You're a seat filler, and they've got this conversation wrapped around with the firm at that. Like, it's just a privilege to even be here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, 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 no. Absolutely. Again, as a family, you're the consumer here. Treat it as such. Don't let them boss you around and not let them tell you what you're going to do with education. Make sure you have options, period. Mm -hmm. Because if they can do that, they will. Again, colleges are in business to be in business tomorrow. So that's an important thing to know.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So what are some final things we can just kind of tell them about acceptances this time of year? What should they be doing? What are your thoughts?
1: I would say don't let your student get super worked up by all of their other friends that are making decisions right now. um, Because they're going to hear a lot of, oh, Johnny's going here and Susie's going here and – More than likely, Johnny and Susie haven't even seen the final statement for how much they're going to pay for that school yet. So they're kind of putting the cart before the horse. So don't let your student get caught up in it. Encourage them. It's all right for us to wait and see what options we have on the table from all the schools that you did apply to, and then figure out what the best path is going to be for you from a fit perspective, but also from a cost perspective, too. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that I hear, even from some of my kids, too. Like, but all my friends are going here right now, and they're all making decisions and signing up for roommates. And they'll still be able to get a just fine roommate once they decide in a month or two.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, this is a mantra we live by for our students. We are Mm -hmm. some of the first to get things done in the whole application process. And we're some of the last to make decisions because negotiations come down 11th hour. And you want to make sure that we're doing that on the back end, because honestly, most students and most families, the herd mentality says that you accept whatever school, as as you're describing Right there in the front, and everybody runs to it and this and the other. Schools finally get their list together in mid-March, and that's when they start wheeling and dealing for those last mm-hmm. seats. And that's what we're waiting for in order to make sure that we are getting the best deals for our families. Mm-hmm. And that way we can even negotiate out the best price across the board, depending on the school. Absolutely. Really depending on the school, depending on the yield numbers for that particular year, what scholarships are available from those schools, and then pinning that against them. But in that same point, for you parents, like Emma mentioned for, for the students— Parents don't get caught up in it either.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's it's a lot of uh, blind leading the blind
1: mm-hmm.
0: when it comes to these college conversations. And the person next to you, even though they wholeheartedly may want to have the best advice and best opinion and may sound legitimate on it, really may not be, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Um, because, uh, you know, again, they may not know as much about this whole thing, about how this all works more than anybody else And this whole college thing does not resemble what it looks like when you went to school. It just doesn't. So, um, long story short, take some time to breathe Mm -hmm. in February. Mm -hmm. Don't think that you have to be committing to anything. Don't let your kid just go sign up for every housing option Mm -hmm. and then settle for a school without knowing what all the things look like first. Mm -hmm. You mentioned go visit. Like, if you haven't visited the school yet, Mm -hmm. or if you need a follow-up, go do Mm -hmm. it now. That's a good thing to do. Um, for housing, again, make sure that there that the housing form isn't one linked to it saying you're accepted into that school. Or you're accepting the deal to that school because that's mm-hmm. kind of a tricky thing that a lot of schools would do. Mm-hmm. But again, evaluate and, and know that you do have options as an incoming freshman. You're guaranteed housing in this country. Period. So long as you sign on the dotted line by May one, which you will, so you'll be fine there. And wait for that full statement of account. I can't express that enough. Mm-hmm. It's called an. It can be called either an award letter, a financial aid statement, or a f- statement of account. And it basically will spell out everything that school is giving you in terms of scholarship money, loans, against what that year's cost is going to be in tuition reward and books. Mm-hmm. And that way you, you'll know. You'll at least have a financial picture. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing a workshop for our clients on this, like starting this week. We do this every year where we have to bring them all back and have them reevaluate all of their award letters or just – teach them how to read them because they yep. all read differently they're all going to look very different but make no mistake they have the same financial implications as it does with buying a house
1: mm-hmm.
0: so be careful with that document it's criminal again that we just stick kids with that much financial information about something of this magnitude but sadly, that's the state of it so know that it is that important so thank you emma
1: Yeah, thanks for having it. me
0: and uh we'll catch up with you soon College Liftoff can help empower you to make college affordable for your student. If you want to learn more about your options, Aaron will be responding directly to your emails. Email him a question at aaron at collegeliftoff.com. Thanks for listening to Affording College with Aaron Green of College Liftoff. If you'd like more information, visit collegeliftoff.com.